Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Astrologer Bill Atride radio show. I'm Bill Atride, and today is the 10th show of 2021, and here we are at the beginning of October. Um, so I'm not keeping pace with what I would hope to do is a couple of shows a month, obviously, but uh, work has its demands, and I uh, had to take some, uh, well, I just had to work very hard in September and then take a little time off. But I hope to get back, hopefully, my intention was always to do a couple of shows a month, and um, maybe I can get more done in the next few months. We'll see. But I've, I've been wanting to come back to you and talk about many things, but I wanted today to continue um, my, my explanation or, or sort, of, uh, uh, sort of a deeper look at what the Zodiac really is and how it really works, as it were. Maybe not, not so much that, but yes, looking at that, too. Um, because I, I did mention it in a previous show, or several times I've mentioned it more recently in, in, in earlier this year. And I, I just think it really is important to understand the nature of the Zodiac and how it works, since it's what we talk about all the time, and how, does it, how is it that it exists. Uh, so we'll take a look at that in the show today. Um, and of course, uh, later on, then I'll open up the show and uh, call upon you who are waiting there patiently to, to talk to me. Uh, and maybe you'll want to talk about the topic, which is great. If not, um, if you want to talk about your own chart or someone else's chart, uh, regardless, just give me your first name so I know who I'm talking to. Um, and if you do want to talk about your chart or someone else's, uh, just uh, give me their birth date and place at the very least. And if you have time, well, then I can tell you that much more. Um, and certainly, if you want to reach me, it's easy to do. You can just uh, email me at bill at gmail.com. That's just my name, bill and at all one word, at gmail.com. And uh, also, there are various links on uh, the various platforms, Facebook and uh, the blog talk here and Instagram and what have you that have um, both my email and phone number. You can reach me uh, if you want to. Uh, get a get a session with me, which is what I do. Uh, I'm I, I've been doing this for it looks like more than 40 years now, and uh, and I want to keep going many more. I'm hoping uh, and really enjoy working with people uh, individually and, and counseling them. Um, and I thought also uh, and so also you can call me or email me and suggest a topic for a future show perhaps as well and. Um, and again, uh, join me again in future shows uh, later this year. Um, and and I just want to do a couple little bit of not housekeeping things, but sort of noting what's going on right now, as all of you may have known or I mentioned in previous uh, talks. Um, we're in the third Mercury retrograde cycle now. Uh, that began on September 27th. So, of course, we always know we're feeling it a few days before then. Uh, and it will last until October the 18th. And it's retrograding this time in the sign of Libra, which means all three times this year in January to February and May to June and now September and October, we're having the three Mercury retrogrades that take place in the three air signs, Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra, which is kind of interesting. And of course, in Libra, it means we're being asked to sort of spend this, these three weeks in introspection and, and correction in terms of our communications, especially in regards to our relationships um, uh, and and so be more mindful especially even more than normal about paying attention very carefully to those we're encountering and being more careful in how we uh, communicate with them to not have any mishaps or misunderstandings 
um, mount up. Um, it's not meant to, to stymie us or frustrate us Mercury retrograde, though it certainly seems like it does sometimes. Um, it's meant for repair, renew, and reflection uh, in our life, and we all certainly can use that. And then coming up this month, there are quite a few things happening um, in, in terms of uh, planetary alignments, and it's basically caused by orbital dynamics, and uh, sometimes people make more or less of this than they should, but it is significant that just in the next couple of days on October 6th, the planet Pluto will turn stationary direct, and it's been retrograde since the end of April. And then a few days later, four days later, on the t October the 10th, uh, Saturn will turn stationary direct, and We'll certainly all feel that pretty strongly. It's been retrograde since late May. And then on the very day that Mercury turns direct, October the 18th, well, that is also the day that the planet Jupiter turns direct. And that's, that is quite significant. Um, and so that should be a very interesting day with two planets moving direct and one both very intimately connected with one another in terms of the, uh, our experiences of communication and understanding uh, that should be quite an interesting week coming up that week with those two moving forward again. All right. Um, so those are the sort of housekeeping things I wanted to put out there for you. And we can always talk about that if you wish. But um, I did have this topic worked up for today, which is a continuation of our talk that we had earlier this year on the Zodiac. So let's let's get to that. And then I'll I'll open up the airwaves and um, and call and call on all of you. Um, so what I'd like to say is that the Zodiac, and I titled this the fields of the Lord, um, and so what, what I say is that in this time of Libra, in this space that holds the realm or fields of relationship, we are reminded that, as I like to say, we are more like a we than an I. This is because of a foundational truth that you and I are a host of energy forms, we are much more than a singular, separate physical organism or any kind of discrete thing. Of course, this is true universally, no matter what form of manifestation or what kind of entity or being we are considering. Because this truth concerns the nature of reality with regards to the entirety of creation. Whether you look at individual atoms or molecules or whether you consider the ranges of types of organisms or communities or organisms of beings, um, the truth is we and all of creation are truly a field of energy forms that are immersed, surrounded, interpenetrated, and held by all the energy fields and forms with which we journey. As I like to say, the universe is in fact a field of fields, a hologram of holograms. Creation began with the one who became the many, many ones that make up the universe. From the one, these many monads or sparks of the divine, the initial field of fields, went forth to form all the various orders, realms, and dimensions of manifested spirit. But we must remember to see beyond the appearance of all these things, beyond the materialized plane of, our, of spirit, beyond our fixation on the goals of matter, and see what lies within and behind all these so-called substantial forms. We must start with truth, that all of creation is pure spirit, and pure spirit 
in its essence, is just the most etherealized form of matter, just as matter is the densest manifestation of spirit. In effect, they are one and the same, for all these energies, fields, and beings are really the mind, body, and spirit that is the one. But just as all these fields of energy forms unfolded from the one, so did what are known as the forming, shaping, holding, and guiding principles, which equally came from and are of the one. These formers of fields, these holders of form, are called the builders of space-time, and we know them as the lords of time and space. Yes, they are the fundamental energy forms that hold all the energy forms together, and you know them as the signs of the zodiac. As I did mention in my show on June 13th this year, the zodiac is not something in itself or something by itself. It is not separate and apart from creation. In fact, we should understand that the zodiac is the very warp and weft of creation. These holders of form and meaning are in every field and every particle of creation, in all the numerous hierarchies and orders of being, from the most infinitesimal to the most immense beings that are the one made manifest. These electromagnetic, or better, spiritually magnetic shapers of space and time came from the one. They are the electromagnetic heart and mind of the one. They are the architect builders of reality. The primal energy form of creation, which is divine love, is divided into these 12 vibrations. That is to say the zodiac, this realm of the living ones, is divided into 12 cosmic electromagnetisms. These noble 12 are known in the ancient wisdom as the builders of creation, so that these 12 are omnipresent. They are in everything and everyone as the 12-fold modulations of the divine love that forms the fabric of the universe. So we need to free ourselves from misconceptions and understandings that the zodiac is not a band of space that is merely around our solar system. The zodiac is the circle of spirit life consciousness, and it is all-encompassing because it is the primal energy substance of the mind of the one that informs and, for, informs and forms all the fields of the Lord that we know as creation. This primal energy form is directed and shaped through the signs of the zodiac by what is called fohat which can be understood as an instrument of the one. This instrument of guiding intelligence and love is quite simply the principle of cosmic life guided by cosmic intelligence that informs and shapes all of spirit life consciousness. From the one came this master template for the entirety of creation. And throughout all human history, Observers have noted how the whole cosmos seems to be the result of some grand design and that it is formed and held in intelligence and by beauty. And we can understand and appreciate this intelligent design and beauty 
because it is formed and shaped by the mind of the one as our hearts and minds are too. Truly it is said, as above, so below. And that is why we can perceive the intelligence and beauty out there because it's our own true nature too. In effect, the builders of creation are these 12 because this creation is simply the manifestation of the love and the mind of the one guided, shaped, and informed by these 12. That is why the zodiac should be seen as an electromagnetic field of energy forms that provide the design body or what is known as the subtle body for all aspects of creation. Well, how does this work? Well, these fields of energy forms, these holograms of spirit matter intersect to form distinct fields which by their intersections create the particles that we experience as reality. That is, we experience ourselves in our matter bodies and our emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies too. But really, what we are made of is a multi-layered intersection of fields of energy. And fundamentally, these fields of energy are formed by the 12 signs in varied and wondrous combinations with one another. Not only is this formation within each monad of creation, but it exists in ever larger and more inclusive combinations throughout creation too. Just as you hold all the signs within your being like an auric envelope or design body, so does the earth itself, and then the solar system, and then out into our very galaxy and beyond to the entire cosmos. And since this maker and shaper of forms remains aligned to each succeeding level from above and from below, shaping each atom in you, every cell in you, to your organs, and on up to the whole of you and me in our vehicles or bodies, this same alignment of the zodiac continues up and outward to the planets and stars too, as their shaping and forming illuminates your journey here on Earth. Yes, there is an order to creation wherein all are held together and guided and formed by these twelve. This true way of understanding the nature of the zodiac helps us to appreciate how infinitely complex yet profoundly connected everyone and everything is with everything else. We are our own very own cosmos of energy forms as a human being, but we are also held in a larger field of energy forms, and this precedes an ever more encompassing fields of holograms on up to the solar system and beyond. This, this really brings us back to the fundamental truth held in this period we're in right now, held by Libra, that we are all related. We are all held together by these fields within fields of energy forms that form the web of spirit, the zodiac of the one. In a manner of speaking, each of us is individually is a hologram, an intersection of various energy forms which form our unique self, yet we are equally moving through the fields or holograms of a host of other life forms, 
with which we share this planet, this solar system, and indeed the entire universe. Those interweavings and intersections our giving and sharing with our fellow humans have made us what we are. We would be nothing. We could not be without the many, many dear ones who are part of us as we are part of them. We have contributed to one another's unfoldment of potential, and without our relations with family, friends, colleagues, and loved ones, we simply would not be human at all. Yet, we are equally coming to an understanding that what we thought was special or different about us, that we were socially shaped and formed as humans by humans, and yes, that is a special form of the intersection of fields of energy forms or holograms to be sure, but we have come to see the intricate orderings and interweavings within other life forms and species, as well as across and between species too. We humans hold only a slight difference of kind or degree from our fellow creatures. For we see now that all of life, and in fact all of creation, is formed by fields of relationships of beings and orders of life forms with one another. Yes, we have shaped one another, but we have most certainly been shaped and interwoven our lives with many other life forms too. What we do to or for them and what they do for or to us is deep and profound. But we have moved away from our ancestors' reverence and more intimate relationship with the life forms who share this planet with us. We have drawn a line between us and them so that we've created a space apart for us and the rest of life. And this construct or conceit, well, this is quite impossible to justify or accomplish because everything and everyone is connected, is interrelated, and is interwoven with all others. We should remember that we have been told that, quote, what you do to the least of these, you do to me. We have come to understand of late that some of the conceits of our human superiority can be explained by our misconception or mischaracterization that the principal driver of the development of the kingdoms of spirit, life, consciousness is centered and steered by the so-called competition within and between species. But of late, we have come to understand and remember that there is far more cooperation at the root nature of the cosmos, profoundly interconnected and cooperative realities in the so-called plant kingdom or the insect or mammalian kingdoms is quite moving and real. For example, the way trees help one another, communicate with one another through what we now know as the mycelium network underground is quite moving and wondrous. I would recommend reading The Overstory by Richard Powers, for example, or his new book, Bewilderment. It seems earlier humans 
did perceive and understand this true nature of the cooperative, interwoven, interdependency of life. But it seems many of us have lost it. Why? I would say it is because we are very much shaped as humans by our thought forms, which is a very significant part of our hologram of energy forms, and those ideation holograms became dominated by the fear-based conceits of power and domination as opposed to our love-based nature of sharing and equity. To reach this degree of separation from the rest of life, we humans and our self-unfoldment forged a new hologram, a new paradigm of perception, a new field of consciousness, and it did mark another step in our spiritual development. We reached the stage of self-aware, self-development, and this quickened the, the development of our intelligence. By this, we were enabled to stand apart from the world around us, to experience ourselves as something apart. And this allowed us to both change our physical world and us in very dramatic ways. But we seem to have created a field of perception that contained a fatal flaw in that it was incomplete. And by making this choice and forming an assumption of specialness and separation, we divided ourselves from other life forms. And more than this, we even divided ourselves from one another too. Yes, we gained some special abilities by this division, but we forged a path that began to erode our humility and compassion. We became godlike in our manipulation of energy and matter, but we began to turn our hearts to stone towards the rest of life on this planet and even towards one another. And now, most certainly, we are suffering the tragic consequences of our misunderstanding about the nature of life and spirit and the fundamental oneness of creation. Given our status of self-aware consciousness, we have achieved the ability to choose well or poorly for ourselves and for one another, and equally for all the life forms we share on this home we call Earth. By our intelligence and reason, we have discovered some of the conditions and physical laws governing the holograms or energy fields of the manifested or material plane, but we fail to realize or understand the profound and manifold ways in which all of creation, how all the energy fields and how all of life on this planet is interwoven and interdependent. Because of this severance from the greater reality of Earth's hologram, we are responsible now for the breakdown of the integration and integrity of life on this planet. We have truly become the creator-destroyer gods here on Earth. But precisely because our separation from the greater reality, we humans are going through a spiritual crisis and the holograms that are most consequential for us as human, those fields of our thought forms, these are being bent and warped by fear, conflict, and grief. 
the perils we have created for ourselves and for all other life forms on this planet are very real. But the good news is we made these perils. And we can, with our reintegration with the larger holograms of understanding on this earth and those above and beyond our earth, by remembering and reconnecting to them, we can find our way to right thoughts so that we might be guided by compassionate feelings and forge a path of right action and heal ourselves and our world. What is needed and what is indeed happening, I would argue, is for humans to move through another shift of consciousness. And by this, we can choose to return to a balanced and integral way of being and living once again. We have turned against our own true nature. We have become in a way alienated from the entirety of creation. The truth is that we are all related, but we have created a bubble of belief that fostered the illusionary conceits of exceptionalism. Fortunately for us, though some may still believe that we humans are apart and alone, I believe most humans very much still embrace and are guided by the encompassing holograms of mind and love that are ever-present in the other kingdoms of life on this planet and most certainly in the stars above. The one is all, and the lords of time and space are holding us in their wisdom and love. And we need only to open our minds and hearts to this greater reality and return to the path of beauty and love once more. Let us remember and hold in our hearts and minds the great invocation. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into our minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into our hearts. May love increase on earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide our wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call humanity, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. I, I, I um, always like to write a little outline and short little thing for these shows that I do. And sometimes I write more or less and I sometimes don't know where it's going to go. I usually don't know where it's going to go um, <laughs> because I get a thought form. It leads to something else and something else. And all of a sudden I'm going, oh, my goodness. Um, and that's just the way it is in, in creative work, I imagine, for most people. Uh, it's not about the destination. It's the journey. Um, and you're amazed by where the journey can take you. Um, but I'm, I'm hopeful that um, those words, uh, those, that, that essay I just read to you, um, strikes a chord for one and all because um, 
this is a critical moment on the planet. I think we all see that. And um, it's up to each and every one of us to hold ourselves to these, these the truer path of, of love and compassion uh, for all and, and to be guided by that. Um, so with that in mind, <laughs> with all that in mind, uh, I would uh, like to turn to, to all of you waiting there patiently, but I need to, I need to drink something because as, as usual, I, I fail to drink while I'm talking. Uh, and my, I'm going to lose my voice if I'm not careful here because <clears throat> that's, that's, that's an occupational hands hazard, it seems, um, at times for me. Um, so I, I, hope, um, I hope that all resonated for you. Um, as it did for me, and um, and we will hopefully um, see see us making this turn now to a better path and a better time for the planet and and all life on this planet uh, certainly uh, is is the key. Um, so let me um, see who we have here. I'm just going to unmute one of you at a time and, and see who's here and uh, bring you into the show. And again, just just give me your name um, if you will, and then um, and uh, and if your whatever your question may be, uh, as well as um, uh, whatever information you need to give me, uh, that would be just great. Okay, so here we go. I'm calling on someone. I'm gonna as I do this, I'll call on the area code, uh, so you know which person I've picked up on. So it's a person calling from the 919 area code. You're on with Bill. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Thank you so much. My name is Sandra K, but I go by my middle name K. Um, okay. I've never called into okay. the show, so this is new. Yes, K. New. I'm not sure okay. the format, so I can just ask any question. You can ask any question. It can be on what I was just talking about, or spiritual matters, astrology, whatever you wish. Uh, I, I haven't put any limits on it so far. And if you okay. have astrological <laughs> questions and you want to look at your chart or someone else's chart, I would need some some of that birth information. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Uh, again, my name sure. is Sandra K, but I go by K. Um, mm-hmm. My question is regarding um, career. I'm, 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 my life is really going in a great direction, and it's just I have a job that, and that's what I consider a job, but I'm not pleased, and I'm just wondering when that new career opportunity is coming, the one that is for my greatest and highest good. Uh, what okay. do you see in that? Okay. Well, so so what is your what is your birth date, Sand? Okay. Um, Okay. And do you know what time you're born? Four twenty a.m. Okay. And the city state you're born in? Goldsboro, North Carolina, and it's just like it sounds. Goldsboro, North Carolina. One word. North. North. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I, yep. I've got it. There we go. And have you ever had your chart done? Have you ever had your chart done? I have, but it's been a while since I had it done. Yeah, probably at least okay. two years or so. Okay. Okay. Sure. Well, then, then, then you, you know, of course, of course, you know, you're a Capricorn, um, and and yes. your moon is in Cancer, and you've got uh, Scorpio yes. as your rising sign, um, and yes. Capricorn, Capricorn's the central theme of a Capricorn's life certainly goes to that very question of what what is the nature of my success in this world what will be my success in life but really i always turn that around for all my clients and say it's not about success though it's partly that it's about self-fulfillment 
Um, and so the real yeah, need for exactly. any, all of us is to look within our hearts and minds and say, you know, what would be the good here for me in terms of becoming more truly myself in whatever activities I might put myself into that it won't be a job exactly. or a career. It'll, it, it'll, it'll be my life or my calling or, or my self-fulfillment. Um, right. and, 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 of course, um, given that you have that Scorpio rising in your chart, uh, that makes you a person who, is, who has a, a lot of determination and, and drive and power behind whatever you're doing. And that very planet that rules Scorpio, that planet Pluto, is at the top of your chart, which usually indicates someone who's going to be involved in their work and their career in transformational work, uh, in, in coming into an activity or a, a business or a field of activity, and not leaving it as you find it, but being a person who has some role to play in transforming it in this lifetime. And so um, that would be something that you would be, in whatever thing you're doing, you'd be doing in your work. Now, to see where you're at right now, um, let me look at all the planets here. Um, well, what the, the principal inner indicator of time is the progressed moon. And you, quite frankly, are right now, uh, this happens to everybody about the age that you're at, is going, you're going to your second lunar return by progression, which means the moon has come all the way around the chart once and now a second time. And it's moving through that eighth house where you have your moon and about to leave it in about five months or so. When the moon's in the eighth oh, house, wow. we're, we're, going, we're, we're going to a very powerful experience about the nature of our unions and how we join with others to do what we otherwise could not have done alone and what we must give up for that con connection or combination, but what we must never surrender to be true to ourselves. So we're always seeing what yeah. should I sacrifice? And it's right to sacrifice this for some higher purpose or calling. And it, and it is part of my core versus no, this is a false sacrifice. Even though I may gain something here, I'll lose so much more. So you've been yeah. going through a period here. It's been very emotional. Um, and often yeah. the things you yeah. experience counter at this period are beyond words. I mean, you're dealing with birth, death and rebirth. Okay. Yeah. And this is something that's not unfamiliar to you because of being Scorpio rising and having your moon in the eighth house from the beginning of your journey. You have had some very powerful experiences about the nature of these things, about how, how life is all about this. This is where creation happens, is in joining and combining and then releasing and separating. Um, this is the journey. We're all, as like, we like to say, we're spirits dancing through the material world. And we then get attached to our forms or, or realizations, but they're only temporary vehicles until we have to move on to a new job or relationship or life. Um, and so right. this, yeah. is where you, this, is, this is where you face ultimate truth. Um, and, and the highest highs and the lowest lows can be had here. And why you've been in this time, um, sometimes it's, it's just you can't even talk about it. You, you can't really explain to anybody else what's happening because um, it's so sure. profound. And, sure. Okay, but the, good, but the good news is you're, you're only months away from finding your words again. So you will definitely feel different starting in the beginning of December when your moon progresses into Leo. That will be a lift. But it really is in early February that your moon leaves that eighth house 
you enter the house of truth and growth and exploration and expansion, it's like, it's like a switch has been thrown. And you go, okay, now I yeah. am expanding. Now I am connecting. Wow. Now I've done, the, I've, done, I've, done the inner, I've done the inner work, and now I can go out there again. Um, it will be quite a, a, quite a change for you at that time. Um, yeah. are, you, okay. are, you, are you, and again, what happens at that same exact moment when that moon goes to ninth house, your, your Jupiter, the transiting Jupiter in the heavens, moves into your fourth house of the home and family and security, which means there's a tremendous expansion in that arena, which could be better conditions in my home or a deepening to the connection of the roots yeah. of my being, or for some people, improvements of my home or even changing, like moving my home, like buying and selling or moving or something, could be something that you might be considering in 2022. Okay. Wow. Um, okay. Are you... Okay. Are you are you are you thinking of traveling or moving? <laughs> uh, it's so funny you say that. I just recently moved into an absolute uh, relationship ended, and I just moved into an absolutely beautiful rental home that I would love to purchase, and I have it till next year. But I signed for a two-year lease, and then after the first year is when I wanted to try to see if I can start the purchase. So that would be 2022, and I love this space. It is. Oh my God! It's, okay, okay. Well, that's it, it then. It called Jupiter, me. Jupiter, it came to me. It came to me. The oh, home came to me. Okay. When it was still well, needed to be worked on, it came to me. Okay. Well, Jupiter is the greater benefic. It brings us blessings and and expansion and growth, whatever part of the chart it's touching. Of course, we're not lucky. What happens is we all have been giving, and it, sometimes we're meant to be receiving. And where Jupiter is is where the blessings will come. And in 2022. You are protected. You will get support when it comes to conditions surrounding your home. If a client was coming to me wow. and saying, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of buying a house or selling my house, selling or buying, and I see Jupiter's going in their, into their fourth house, I literally will tell them, this is the best time in 12 years for you to buy or sell a home. Wow! So, Beautiful. So, okay. Okay. So, so okay. <laughs> wow. This, this, this. You know, you have to look at every all the real conditions and do all of that due diligence. But you will be protected, and this may be when a great blessing is happening for you in terms of your experience of home in 2022. Okay. Wow! Beautiful. Okay. 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 Now that that's okay. a blessing. That's blessing to hear. Yes, blessing okay. to hear. Good. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Well, that was great. Um, just you stay in touch. I'm going to put you on mute and go to, go to somebody else now, but nice to meet you. Okay. How often is your show on? I, well, that's the problem uh, <laughs> that I was, I always mentioned before <laughs> that, it, that I, my, my aim and intention is always to do, you know, two shows a month at the very least, but I only do it on Sundays because I work Monday through Saturday and I find myself as okay. many weeks after those six days of work, oh, my gosh, I can't do a show, too, because I, I just need to rest. So I need, right. you know, it all depends on how busy I am the week before, whether I can do it. But I, my intention is twice a month, and we'll see how that goes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Right. Beautiful. Thank okay. you so much. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Nice to talk to somebody new. Um, let's call on this person. Um, and the area code I'm 
clicking on here is 440. Uh, and you're on with Bill, who's calling. Hello? Hello, my name is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Hi, thank Hi. you. How are you? Sure, I'm sure. Good. Have you called yes. before? My first time caller. A first time, boy, I'm getting first time callers today. Thank you. <laughs> good. Uh, what can I do for you? Uh, I'd like to find out. I am and will be relocating. I'm looking at either the end of this year, December of this year, or probably around January, February of next year, relocating to the Southwest, New Mexico. Um, and I'm, I started, and I want to know, is it best for me, uh, I just started to uh, focus on and decide I'm going to freelance writer, but also as a business. Uh, now, should I get my, you know, the legalities of it, whatever business license, uh, would it be best to start it here now where I'm currently living in Ohio or just best mm-hmm. in New Mexico since I'm making a fresh start and obviously uh, I feel a pull there to be drawn there and I'm going to visit this month in Albuquerque oh. to look at apartment buildings and obviously to look for my, you know, new apartment. And, sure, uh, sure, okay. And familiar with neighborhoods and all this. Um, and just here in old Cleveland, Ohio, it's just been the energy and everything has just been so harmful and just heavy and negative. Okay. Um, so now, anyway, just go ahead okay. and just so, so, be down uh, yeah, so next. Sure, sure. Let's let's take a look then. So, what's your birth date? Um, Seven sixteen nineteen fifty eight. Fifty eight. And what time were you born? It's early morning, five a.m. six a.m. Five a.m. Five a.m. You think? Okay. And where were you born? What city and town? Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Um, just as a word for everybody listening, including yourself, of course, is that it, the, there is a law that the birth time has to be on the original birth certificate, and in most cases it is, and it's easy to get by requesting a birth certificate. Of course, it's a it's a federal law, and it's left up to the states to collect that information, and some do it less well. <laughs> so sometimes, even when one requests a birth certificate, the time is not on it, but usually it's there, most instances there, and it's very important to have that for astrology, but we'll we'll look at your chart in general and see what it says here. And I'll, I'll, I'm using the 5 a.m. time as a, a best guess, but I'll be a little more conditional in what I talk about here in terms of the chart. Okay. Okay. Um, there's no time for certificate. Yeah, that, and that that can happen when we get certificates that are called short forms later in life. Um, and the original does have the time on it, so you have to be, it's a, such a secret code, you have to ask, I want a certified copy of the original document, and then it has all the parents' information on there and occupations, and it's a whole, it's a whole, it's a big form, usually, um, and has the time of birth. It's like magic, it shows up, this happens many times for me with clients who say, I don't have a time of birth, and I say, try again, and they get it. I'm not saying it's going to happen for you, but just, it's something to think about. But let's, let's look at your chart and see what's happening here. Um, so, so 
given the time of birth at 5 a.m., and this would be true from four about 4.30 a.m. In your, in your case, well on into maybe 7 a.m., you are, Patricia, a, not just a cancer, because that's your sun sign. You're not just a double cancer, because your moon's in cancer, too. You would be a triple cancer. And cancer is the fourth sign. It is the sign of foundations and home and family and security, the roots of life, where we come from, what we're rooted in. And because you have all that water then in your chart, certainly we know without exception, your sun and moon are there. You are a very watery person and watery people feel their way through life. They sense things happening in the world around them and they have, they are very sensitive to their surroundings. And this can be sometimes very difficult because sometimes we feel as if we're too sensitive. I'm too affected by this person who just came in the room or the change in the weather or whatever it may be. But actually your sensitivity, Patricia, is your strength. Other people aren't strong. They're just clueless. <laughs> okay. You're, right. you're clued in because you, you sense these changing energies of the change in the weather, a change in the culture, uh, and, and so you can anticipate these things and sort of read the times you're in and read the people you're around. But it also means that you have to choose your surroundings very carefully because you're going to be more affected by where you live or who you live with and all those things. So the conditions in your neighborhood or your surroundings and the workplace and your home, these are profound. Um, I mean, we, we all have capacity to feel these things and also capacity to shut these things out, but you're just that much more sensitive. Okay. Um, yeah. that's just the way it goes. Um, and, and so I would just say to you, you're well advised to make sure that you, you could read all you want about a place and hear other people talk about it, but you will not know whether this or that thing or place is good for you until you go there and feel it. Okay. It, it, it's something you'll just know. It's a knowing beyond knowing. Um, and that's, that's something you can lean into and count on that ability throughout your life. Um, and in, in terms of, uh, what's happening now in your chart that again, the twofold way we understand the chart is unfolding from within and coming from without your moon most likely is now progressing through another one of those water signs, just like that previous caller. It's moving through, in your case, through the eighth sign of the zodiac, which means you've been going through some very powerful emotional changes in this time in your life too. And about nine months from now, your moon will move into the sign of Sagittarius. And let's, let's, we'll have to say anywhere from seven to 10 months from now, given we don't know the time of birth for sure. And when it does so, you'll notice a big shift. Things begin to expand. Things begin to grow. I reach and stretch myself further and farther. It's a time to travel, a time to push into new horizons and explore the world. Cancers are often deeply affected by where they come from, rooted to their family in good or in bad ways. Um, but the whole journey of a cancer is to find what I'm rooted to, what I center myself upon, what's authentically and true for me. Um, so it's a journey for all of us to find what's at the heart of me. Um, often we keep many things we get from our culture and family and ethnicity to guide us, but we also graft on new sensibilities. 
we search for new meanings. Um, and you do have your Saturn, which is the teacher and tester of the chart, in the sign of Sagittarius, which is the sign of the storyteller, the sign of truth-seeking. Uh, and so you came in, I would argue, given a certain training and background of what to believe and how to explain the world around you. And at some point in your journey, Patricia, you realize, wait a minute, this isn't explaining things. <laughs> and you began your search for truth. And hopefully you quickly realized, oh, my God, this is never going to end. It's a journey of working on in these different ways of expanding my consciousness and growing and understanding. And by all this journeying, I end up becoming a storyteller, a person who works in realms of wisdom and sharing of information and being involved in communications. Um, that would be your journey. Okay. All right. um, and, and so I, I just actually came back from New Mexico. It's one of my favorite places. <laughs> it's I finally took a vacation that I had paid for two years ago <laughs> because Nobody went anywhere for two years, right? Uh, and it is a magical place. Um, there's no question about it in my mind. Um, but it all depends on the exact location in that space in terms of what will be, might fit for someone like you. Um, one thing that's a little sometimes harder for watery people to deal with in the West or the Southwest is the very lack of water, um, which is a problem out there. Um, and so it certainly encourage you to find, if you were to move to a more desert-like environment, know where those special pools are and streams are and, and reservoirs are that you can go and get your water fix. Okay, not that you need to get in the water. It's just experiencing water, being near water, is often very profound for water signs, okay, as a, as a tool for centering in their life, all right? Yeah. Now, you say you're concerned about uh, getting some kind of certification or, or legal setup before you go versus doing it there. Um, I, I, Basically, I, I get, get them by my domain name and put up my writer's website or any other. Uh, just when I get to Mexico, I'm probably answering my own question. Um, anything well, I, well, I, well, I guess it all depends on your timing of wanting to get going with things. I mean, this, according to this period you're in right now, and again, we're stretching the envelope but without a time of birth for sure, but it also is true that that progressed moon in your chart is moving through your fifth house, which is the house of creativity and self-expression and stretching yourself into new ways of performing or creating or acting on a stage. And so you should be stretching yourself now onto a new stage or into, into a new role. Um, and I, I would see no problem, I would think, for, except right now, don't do it with Mercury retrograde. Wait until after the 18th of, 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 of October here. We tend to not want to start things with Mercury retrograde, that we can go back and finish old things and do that. Um, but there's, there's no harm, in, given the kind of things you're setting up are sort of universal, or at least certainly true for the whole country, whether you're establishing a web presence or, or what have you, a domain name, that carries, well, really across the globe uh, in that sense. So I don't see any reason why that would have to wait for, the, for a possible move to New Mexico. You could move forward with that um, and establish that and 
no one has to know where you're really located in many of those cases. I mean, and when if you once you set it up and you want people to know your new address, then you just change it on your web page. It's not a not a terribly difficult thing to do. So I would I would if you have yourself ready to begin launching, uh, why not um, begin to move out into that space? All right. Okay. Um, anything else I can help you with? Um, yeah, I started the process of doing my research on uh, cities, but also trying to neighborhoods and what I can from being, you know, here in, in uh, the Midwest, so that I can be prepared and get familiar. Um, should I? Hmm, does the letter M? Uh, is that uh, relevant for me as, say, to the the name of the uh, – no, okay, change. Okay. I don't think I could pull that information out of a chart, but that, that, that's, that's fine. Um, no, I, I wouldn't comment on the let, a letter. Uh, for, let's put it that way. No, no, yeah, normally speaking, um, yeah. Um, I was also considering uh, getting started with some uh, form of um, affiliate marketing. Um, Now, yes, I know that I'm (laughs) I've I've got to get going um, uh, in the way of bring my presence out, but what services I can offer, uh, would that be, I can keep that in balance too. And obviously as a writer, uh, use affiliate marketing, but also uh, while I'm you know, working on getting these side gigs and working the side gigs, but finding opportunities with affiliate marketing, is that, will that work with, you know, would it be comparable, you know, helpful with me and work with me. Hmm. Um, you know, I, yeah, I, it, I, I, yeah, I, I, again, I don't think without having an exact time of birth, I'm, I'm hesitant to sort of uh, dive okay. into that kind of, that kind of question. So I don't think I, I, I would suggest mm-hmm. in, if you want to come back in the future, which you certainly can go and see if you can mm-hmm. get your birth time. So we'll be sure what your chart really looks like in terms of where the planets are and that will even firm up the timing of things and maybe be able to answer some of those more questions in a specific way. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'll call these, get contact with these offices here about a birth certificate, but I've got one that supposedly has that seal on there. And well, I, don't I know that's the thing. It, it, yeah. It, it, I'm afraid that is true. Sometimes it doesn't exist, but it's sometimes worth just double checking, uh, especially if you're already in Cleveland where you're born, you can sometimes they actually let you come in personally and just be there in physical, in a physical presence of someone and say, please go check for my actual birth certificate. But you'll see what you can do. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Patricia, be well. Take care. Okay. Um, and let's see. Uh, what else do we have here? Let me try this person. Um, you're, this is area code 305. You're on with Bill. Who's this? 305. Hello. 
Who's this? Hi, Bill. This is Who's Deanna. This? Oh, hi, Deanna. Deanna. How are you? Yeah, I remember. Uh, alive? <laughs> alive? <laughs> Can oh, you good. hear me well, or should I put you in my... Um, I, I hear you fairly well. It's, not, it's, not, it's a little tinny, but it's not terrible. Um, okay. Um, I am still in a flux. And... Uh-huh. Uh, Looking for both health and um, home. Uh huh. The two H's. <laughs> with 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 you said with yeah again it's it, 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 the the sound is a little tinny as I said is it you said health and home right is that what I got? Health and home. Health and home. There you go. Much better. Um, yeah, and we we know this has been this. Uh, you know, some of us go through periods that are fleeting and quick and we're glad they pass suddenly and some are more drawn out and we feel like we're, this has been like the normal for us for way too long. And we know that you just, the way your chart structured, the way it's been set up by birth, this is a time in your life when not only that progressed moon, which is the inner measure of time, but equally at the same time, the transiting Saturn in your chart they're both marching through your sixth house, which is the house of the ordering of life, which becomes my lifestyle and my working conditions. And then personally for myself in a physical and all ways in my bodies, it's the house of health and healing. And to have it be doubly activated this way just sort of indicates that this was going to be a journey in your life that would um, not, not be a punishment but at times it would cause some greater or lesser degree of suffering that I'm going through here. And why must, and we all ask, why must I suffer? What, 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 what's the point or purpose of this? And we often don't know, but we do know that we go through these passages, um, whether it's going a trial of illness or of, of difficulty in work or what have you. And it does change us. We wish there was a different way to change. Um, and it could be just, you know, drink a potion and, and accomplish the change. But the universe works in these ways where we are being shaped and molded, not just for this life, but for all, but for all our future lives. And what this will hopefully do for you, this period, is to help you develop some new means and mechanisms, um, new, new, you could say new talents or abilities that you otherwise would not have had to develop if your life had been not facing these obstacles or challenges. So all one can do is, you know, find within oneself the wherewithal to say, in every day that I'm going through this, I know I'm developing a greater, deeper soul, uh, more compassion, more understanding for others. And as far as my getting through this, um, I it, it's a matter of coming to that acceptance of this passage that will lead to something greater in the end. Um, I, and I can't say it's going to be overnight or soon because these, these two passages of these bodies is going to take some time to get out of here. Um, obviously, there'll be better and worse days, easier times at times. But if I was looking at anybody's chart with this double connection, I would be feeling for them 
and and encouraging them um, to to find through all this some some kind of um, development of their spirituality, basically uh, a deepening connection to their spiritual self. Um, so so the, the the benefit that's coming shortly that we can say is going to happen is that that planet Jupiter, which is the greater benefic and the planet that does bring blessings, has been retrograding for the last many months, as I, we talked about earlier, and will turn direct on October the 18th in that house for you. So that means something positive begins happening in the house of health and healing and the house of work. But, well, but in a few months, in a couple of months, and let me just, I can see exactly when, it will leave that house, but then it moves into the house of what we call the house of relationships and partnerships and other people in our life. But what that means when Jupiter arrives there and it gets there in the last week of November 2021 is that good things come to me from other people. Uh, a helping hand, a lucky break, uh, favors are returned to me to the extent that I was giving and generous and helpful to others in another time. Now others help me and a door opens for me. So there is this blessing of energy coming in that third week of November um, that should provide you with a sense that it's not all difficult, it's not all dark, there are, there are good things happening here for me. And it's coming to me from someone else or some other persons are the vehicles or bringers of this to me at this time. So rather than having to go get good something good, I'm welcoming someone bringing something into my life. Okay? What is, what is happening is that I'm going in for a biopsy in a couple of days. Yeah. And I think I'm going to face a major operation soon. Not, yeah. I, I'm going to try to postpone it until November if I can. Yeah. But I'm still without a, a steady home. Where I was living the last time we spoke, because of the pandemic, I was evicted. I haven't even gotten part of the, you know, my belongings that were there. And I've yeah. been trying to navigate this uh, uh, help, you know, helping thing from the government. And I'm getting yeah. nowhere <laughs> as of right now. So I don't want to go in for an operation until I have a place to call home. Of course. And that's of why the, the question was, Health and home. So, yeah, yeah. I, 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 all I can say is there's, there's definitely a, a better time coming in late November with that Jupiter move, and always for you in terms of security and nurturing and a sense of home and family. Um, the, the path for you is to, is friendship and finding friends or having those friends that will be there for you. So you need to reach out to your circle of people you've have been with recently and in the past um, and find some support coming from them to whatever extent you can. That's where you can find some support. Not that you can't find support from the government, but I wouldn't go there first. I would go there to community groups and local groups and friends that you know that can help you connect to those supports, okay, in your local area. All right? All right. Thank you very much, Bill, for taking the call. Okay. And, uh, sure. Uh, I, you know, I look forward to your programs every time. Well, thank you. And, and let me just tell you, you know, for anybody who's facing 
um, a, a surgery or a procedure or a treatment in terms of health and healing, you have something very much protecting you, Deanna, throughout your life. And that is you have the planet Jupiter, that biggest planet and that, the greater benefic of astrology in your sixth house of health and healing, um, which means you develop your faith through going through periods of trial and tribulation. But you also have Jupiter in your corner saying that stands to reason in your life that you will have a greater set of insurance policy in terms of your own health and well-being to get through any procedure or treatment. Okay, Jupiter will protect you throughout your life. Okay? Thank you very much. I'm so happy to hear you, and I will listen to it again or read it when you post oh. it. Okay, sure. I will look forward to talking to you again. Okay? Take care. Thank you, Bill. Okay. Sure. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. All right. Um, I've got to go. It's uh, we're past our hour, and so hopefully I'm not going to promise next week, but I'm, I'll, maybe I'll try to do so next week or the week after, or the week after that. So I try to get two in here in October. So um, if I can manage that, and I well, thank you all for listening in. And sorry I couldn't get to all of you, but there was quite a few people on the line here, and I just I just pick up callers, and uh, and that's the way it is. So. Um, just try again next time or send me an email and, and then we can exchange that uh, with one another. And I wish you all the very best and have a wonderful day. Bye for now.